from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man! He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. to Blake Rafino down in Louisiana, down in the boot. And Johnny Crawford, long-time SEC football official. Any football officiating moments that you may have questions about? That's for Johnny coming up later, hour two. This will be Johnny's last show for the football season. He'll come back once the season what would that be? Chapter 2024? Would that be right? Yeah, that would be the next one. Once we get there, Johnny will come back. But he's been a plethora, a wealth of knowledge here on the show. Johnny Crawford today with us. 615-844-5600 on Twitter at Bill is King. And you can email Bill is King 7, number 7, at Gmail. Dot com commitments is a week from tomorrow, a week from Thursday at the Omni downtown Nashville. If you need that link for a room, let me know. It's pinned on my Twitter. It's at the very top. But if you need it, emailed to you. However, we can send that to you to get your rate and everything else. Now, you're not required to stay overnight. Maybe you live close. You're going to drive in, hang out a little bit, and drive back out. That's that's your prerogative, obviously. But lots of you need room, so we can get you a better rate than typically given at the Omni, and you'll need a link. You can't call them up and say, hey, give me my rate. It just not set up that way. They don't set it up that way. You have to click that link, and then you will get the rate you need. At the Omni Thursday night in the Bill King Suite. And that's a get-together where you're just talking with dudes you've either wanted to meet or have already met your friends with. It's just a, I don't like to be using 
casual terms like meet and greet, but that's basically what it is. That's basically what that is. Come and go as you want. It lasts as long as it lasts. That's the rule there. If it stays happening until the evening late, that's fine. If it shuts down early, that's fine too. Does not matter. You are welcome. Also bring anybody you want. You don't need a ticket. You don't need to know somebody. You don't need permission. You don't need to have met somebody. Just come on by. Come on by. Love love to see you. And we'll have fun. Next morning, we'll do the show from the main floor of the Omni, which is, in this case, Bar Lines, which, if you're facing the lobby, is just down that hall to your left. We will feed you a breakfast buffet. That is on the house. We'll do the show. We'll have fun. Now, that show, Friday morning, will be a show where we just talk to the fans. It's not somebody's recruiting list show. Now, that may come up a little bit, but that show was not about recruiting rankings necessarily, who got what, how's it going to line up. It's just a let's hang out and have fun show. And the conversation may go in that direction some, but that's not the point of that morning. That morning is just a fun time, and it's a five-hour show, not a three-hour show. It's a long show, 6 until 11 on Friday. And, again, we plan on having an absolute blast. 615-844-5600 on Twitter at Bill is King, and you can email the show, Bill is King 7 at gmail.com. Lots of news out there regarding the portal and items that are similar. Rocket Sanders. In 22, one of the best running backs in America. When he is right, he is a beast. About a 240-pound running back. At Arkansas, he's from Florida is in the portal. Rocket Sanders 2022 had close to 1,500 yards rushing for Arkansas. Expected to be an All-American type this year with K.J. Jefferson quarterbacking in that same backfield, and none of it worked out. Yeah, none of it worked out. First of all, Rocket Sanders was not healthy, had a knee problem, a nagging knee problem, never seemed right. His total went from close to 1,500 yards to about 200 yards for the season. Now, he was out or unavailable because of that knee. Never got right. Never got right. Now, when he is, he's a beast. But he is in, according to reports, the portal, he will be highly coveted by many. Again, he is from the state of Florida. I don't know what he has in mind. I don't know if the Gators, Florida State, Miami, or other states, other schools, but I am sure they are all over that one if, again, he's going to be healthy, which you would anticipate that being part of it. Receiver running back from Notre Dame, Chris Tyree, has already found his new home, Virginia. 
Chris Tyree is from Virginia. Notre Dame recruited him out of there, and he will head back to his home state, go to Charlottesville, and play for the Wahoos. That's a nice pickup for them. Jack of all trades, not particularly awesome at any of them, but pretty good player. I was looking at his stats. Career, 82 catches for 945 yards, seven touchdowns. Not bad. No, no, no. Nice pickup for Virginia there. Nebraska apparently has met with Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord, I guess we should say now former Buckeye quarterback in the transfer portal, meeting with Nebraska, talking with them. Not sure what his destination is going to be yet. That's very unclear, but he will have some options, as we know. Buckeyes need to get a better quarterback, and we know that as well. Dylan Gabriel, former UCF QB, now former Oklahoma QB in the portal, apparently is favoring Oregon to replace Bo Nix. Also, Southern Cal apparently being flirtatious with Dylan Gabriel, but at the moment, the Duckies perhaps the favorites. IMG Academy offensive tackle Jordan Seaton will announce on Thursday. His most recent visit, official visit, was to Ohio State. It's three schools, apparently. Buckeyes, Tennessee, Duckies. Those three. Depending on who you ask, you will get a different answer. Buckeyes look to have some momentum. Yesterday, Steve Wiltfong, remember he used to come on the show, felt like slightly maybe Tennessee leads. Talk to somebody else, they say watch out for Oregon. You always have to watch out for Oregon and their muscle. Now you always need to pay attention to Oregon and what they are capable of because they have lots of, And lots of money. Yeah, plenty of it. I haven't looked much at this Charlie Bailey NCAA story. I I haven't. But we are heading in that direction eventually, you would think. Apparently, Charlie Bailey in a memo of some sort, NCAA head, is requesting that colleges, particularly the ones with all the resources, take control of the money when it comes to players. Got to remember, name image likeness in its beginning and still today supposedly does not involve the actual universities. Wink, wink. Yeah, right. Giggle about that one. It's supposed to be a collective handling that. And an administrator at the university or a coach not supposed to have anything to do with the allocation of the funds, allocation of the resources to the players, either on the team, etc. Or not supposed to be an inducement for recruiting, which is absolutely laughable. That's exactly what it is. 
None of it is on the up and up. It's all based on a lie. It's been based on a lie from the beginning. If you're going to go in that direction from the beginning, the schools should be involved. The silliest thing ever. And there's talk about breaking away and having full power. Well, the SEC, the Big Ten, etc., they already basically have full power. They don't flex all of it that they could, but it's coming to that. What he suggested is that the resource-type leagues or schools break away. And in essence, do what you want. (laughs) Create the rules as you want. That's the essence of that memo. Now, there's a lot of items that are necessary and discussable. How does Title IX fit into all that? Is this a way to circumvent it? I haven't looked at it too deeply. There's other things that I'm more interested in at the moment. I don't have many profound thoughts on that yet. But everybody was hitting me up on Tuesday. Hey, Bill, Bill, check this link, Bill. Bill, hey, over here, look. Brazziancia, when we come back, pick six previews. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. They were moving a stalled truck a few minutes ago on 40 westbound at Fessler's. All it was doing is aggravating all that heavy traffic between Spence Lane and Fessler's as it is coming in on that side of town on 40 going westbound. It's building out here, 65 down through Robertson County, 65 up through Brentwood, 24 starting to load up westbound out of Rutherford County, Murphy's Broad through the Hickory Hollow area. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering this holiday season. Check out their website at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Golfers, swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new fall arrivals from TaylorMade, Callaway, and Titleist. Come by and test drive the new TaylorMade P790 irons, the new Callaway Apex Pro iron sets, and the new Titleist T-Series irons. While you're there, get a free custom fitting on the new arrivals and more. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is your headquarters for all the latest golf gear from all the top manufacturers. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at edwinwattsgolf.com. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. 
Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. This yeah. is just it. The Titans are trading Kevin Byard to the Eagles. The yeah, Eagles are going to send the Titans a fifth and sixth round pick and safety Terrell Edmonds. Well, they're giving up on that contract. There were also a lot of Titans fans upset about some of the comments he made, which I thought was insane. Big kaboom here on this Monday. <laughs> the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. number one college sports show on the planet, The Bill King Show. Brett Ciancio, Pick 6 Previews. On Wednesdays, always good to have him here. Let's just start it. Let's not waste any time. Jim and Jupiter says, ask him his thoughts on the clown show committee screwing Florida State. Yeah, good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me on. And, yeah, it's, it's an absolute joke. Uh, I was out there right away defending Florida State, um, despite most of the TV networks and uh, that whole that whole crew announcing the playoff bracket was pro-Bama there. And look, there's nothing against Alabama. I think they had a special season, and congrats to them. In 99% of seasons, that is a playoff team resume-wise, you know, a one-loss SEC champ. But this is a case of an undefeated team, an undefeated Power 5 champion who went out there and challenged themselves, too, in the non-conference. They took on two SEC teams, both away from home, beat the possible Heisman favorite, Jaden Daniels, beat a rival in the Swamp, and then went out and uh, won a conference title by double digits. So... Um, you know, football is a team game. Of course, they lost their quarterback, but 21 other positions, they're elite at most of those other spots. And so anyway, not to start ranting, but this was one of the worst decisions ever. Um, and, you know, I've, I've watched college football and covered college football for a long time. Um, and this is right up there with, I guess, 2004 Auburn, where the BCS picked against them. But even there, you have, you had a mix of three undefeateds for two spots. So, of course, someone's left out. That's just bound to happen. But with this one, you had the spots available. So it's the first time after, you know, all the time I've been watching and following and covering college football where the old adage of win your games and you have a shot at a title game, you know, go undefeated, you're in. That whole thing was thrown out. So really a shame for Florida State fans, the team, the players, the seniors, Mike Norvell. Um, so, Yeah. Well, I could rant for the whole segment. I'll keep going, but I'll, you know it's, it's really a shame. I'll leave it at that. Brett, one of the problems that I had is that Tuesday night show that they have leading up to the Sunday show with the final announcement, 
was handled so poorly, the committee and or the chairperson, Book Oregon, completely blew it. If indeed an injury is a problem, tell everybody. They didn't do that. In the beginning, they said, no, we don't even discuss. We didn't even discuss Jordan Travis. That's not something we talk about. It's, it's, it's not an item. It absolutely was an item. You should come on and say injuries to a star quarterback is something we will monitor. We'll have to monitor it, and we will have to determine whether that hurts Florida State enough to leave them out of the top four. If you say that, that might not make Florida State fans happy, but at least they know you're being transparent about it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you want to know the rules before you play the game, before you sign up for the season. Beginning of the season, and you know, the last 150 years of college football, it's pretty much been from a power conference. If you win all your games, if you go undefeated, you're going to have a shot at a championship. Um, and they did that. And, yeah, I agree with you that the injury happened two games ago, so you would have liked to hear or seen some rankings movement before that, if that really was the reason. And um, another thing, too, yeah, he, he got injured. Uh, they won by nine at Florida. But then another thing, this is a, should be a pro on their resume. They won against Louisville, a uh, conference title game, top 15 opponent by double digits. I mean, it wasn't a fluky game. Uh, the defense suffocated them to 200 yards. It was like 300 yards under Louisville's average. It was an incredible defensive performance. So there's a lot of different ways to win a football game, and, and they were excellent on defense. Um, but, yeah, and, and the other thing, too, is uh, – Look at the inconsistent logic of the committee where, okay, so they're saying that the injury mattered and that Alabama was the better team. Why did they draw the line there, though, at the four versus five? I mean, if you're going to use that logic, isn't Georgia better than Florida State? Um, isn't Ohio State maybe better than Ohio, than Florida State? So I'm just confused about, and I don't agree with it, they should have been in the bracket, but if you're going to use that logic as your reason, why did the line draw at Bama? Uh, not Georgia or Ohio State or all the way down. It was very odd to me, and, um, you know. Brett Ciancia Pick 6 Previews each and every Wednesday is with us. Brett, anything jump out at you in this portal stampede? Well, I mean, this is uh, it's overwhelming the first week or so of the portal. Uh, the list of quarterbacks is like a who's who, Elite 11, like elite 100 there's so many quarterbacks in the portal uh, so let the musical chairs begin i haven't even really been a transfer portal yet i'm still you know recovering from it. we got this playoff bracket we got all these bowls to look at and coaching carousels so uh i'm gonna let those uh let the transfer portal settle down a little bit let's see some actual decisions some actual movement because uh, right now i think you have a lot of people putting their name in there for feelers you know see what's out there test the market for right or wrong so it's the whole new era. So, I, yeah, I haven't even looked at it. I mean, I guess the biggest one would be Dylan Gabriel, um, and that happened quick. He went in the portal and then picked the spot immediately. So, um, you know, that's, that's the biggest prize so far. Riley Leonard is visiting Notre Dame today and tomorrow, I do believe. How do you think he fits there? Well, they hit on their last ACC quarterback. I think uh, that was a good move bringing in Sam Hartman. Um yeah, I think he would be fine. Uh, Riley Leonard, he, he was great in 2022. Uh, really helped Duke emerge out of nowhere. That was part of Mike Alko's first season there. Led them to a bowl. Uh, I think it was 
eight-win, nine-win season for Duke out of nowhere. you got to remember how bad they were the year before in 2021. So he was a huge game-changer for the program. Uh, again, good this year. was injured for part of it, maybe most of it even. I'll check the numbers. But, no, he's a great player. He's one of the top quarterbacks in the portal. And, uh, you know, Notre Dame, stick to that ACC formula. It worked for you this year. How motivated do you think Georgia and Florida State will have in their bowl game? Yeah, and that is, uh, that's the question with all these bowl games is who's even going to play? Are the coaching staffs involved or are they out recruiting and doing NIL all that? So, uh, you know, it, it, sometimes you see where you, right before the game, five starters are out. I mean, I saw Ohio State, you're already seeing a lot of transfer activity and opt-outs. So with Florida State, though, this is a case of they might want to go out and prove themselves. I don't know, though. Or is it just that they feel snake-bitten and it's like, what's the, what's the point? I, I could tell from the fan base, I, I see mixed opinions. You know, you go out and you beat Georgia and you, you really stick it to the committee, but does it really stick it to anybody? I mean, they, they were ultimately screwed, and it's really a shame. Uh, Georgia, yeah, same deal. I mean, I think it's um, he's a master motivator there. Um, and he's going to get them ready to play. And a little bit of a younger roster, so I think those guys have something to prove. But I did like the, the screenshot of their press conference that they were the teleconference. Both those guys looked annoyed and, and mad that they had to play in this game. You know, Georgia obviously aspiring to national titles, 13-0 Florida State, thinking they should be in the bracket. Uh, really, really feel bad for both programs there. Kyle McCord, did that surprise you, his announcement? Yeah, it did. I'd like, I'd like to learn a little bit more about it. I mean, I do think that Ohio State had to upgrade at quarterback this, this offseason. But one of those options was McCord himself making a big second-year bonus. I mean, you see starting quarterbacks make the biggest gains from first to second season. So while I thought they had to improve there, I thought that meant McCord make some improvements and then also bring in some transfers and have a battle there at quarterback. Instead, he's out of there. I don't know if that was on his accord, if that was the coaches cycling him out. Uh, maybe Ohio State has a, an ace up their sleeve we don't know about uh, from the portal. So who knows? I want to see more about that in the coming weeks. But uh, as it stands, he's one of the top quarterbacks out there in the portal. I know that that might be hard for Ohio State fans to hear, but uh, this is a young, you know, a first first time starting quarterback, and he has a big arm. You know, maybe not the best scrambler or most creative in the pocket, but he'll be an upgrade for most teams at quarterback. Rocket Sanders also overnight apparently is in the portal. Big running back, Arkansas. He's a Florida kid, and things just never got going for him this year. I guess you could say things just never got going for Arkansas, period, this year anywhere. But big 240-pound back, had some knee issues this year. If he's right, he's a beast. Oh, yeah, I've enjoyed watching him play. I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jefferson also is in the portal, the quarterback. Uh, Coming into the season, that was my first team – it sounds funny now, I guess, but that was my first team combo on a SEC team. Running back and quarterback, I had it as K.J. Jefferson, Rocket Sanders. I mean, that was proven the last couple seasons, and I thought they were coming back as, their, as seniors. They were going to carry them uh, to first-team accolades. And, yeah, I mean, maybe not this year in 2023 specifically, but over their careers they've shown that they, uh, they are very quality players and are going to start almost anywhere else in the country. So, yeah, keep an eye on that on those two. Brett Ciancia, pick six previews, checks in with us. Brett, we'll have a few weeks to get into these semifinal matchups, but that Michigan-Alabama 
game, brand recognition and the storylines about Michigan this year and then Alabama's resurgence during the season is pretty remarkable. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's going to be an all-timer. and There's no getting around it. And um, it's another chance for Michigan to prove themselves uh, against another dynasty. I mean, they had the, the shot two years ago against Georgia, came up really short, really small in the playoff there. They got blown out. Last year, I think they could have competed better against Georgia had they survived the first round. They couldn't even get out of the starting round against TCU. So here they are again, another chance on the national stage against an SEC champ. Um, and look, I don't want to give, I don't want to take away from Alabama. I know that I've been going on about how Florida State should be in there. It's not an anti-Bama argument. I think that Alabama's a fine team in 90% of years. They, they belong in that bracket with 12 and one record. Um, so yeah, I think you have a very strong team rounding into form. Alabama's hitting their stride at the best time. Uh, you see this from Saban and, and Kirby Smart over the years. Their teams get stronger as the season goes on. Jalen Milrow is night and day, and that offensive line pass protection, night and day from where they were in September. So you see a team growing uh, week to week. It's going to be a great game. Could you make the argument that even with all the national championships, this could have been Nick Saban's best coaching job? I, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's, it's in the consideration. Let's see how he closes it out in January, of course. But uh, to turn it around, there was a lot of holes. We talked all offseason on the show that uh, we didn't remember an Alabama team having this many question marks coming in. Um, they were now taking a back seat to Georgia as the premier dynasty in college football. Uh, maybe not in their eyes, but in the nation's eyes, that was true. So to bring them back from, uh, from that spot, and even from how they looked in September within the season, you know, that's just the offseason talking within the season, uh, not just the loss to Texas, but uh, they struggled really bad against USF. I mean, that's, that's not a very good team down there. They struggled. But uh, he found answers. He, he grew his team as the season went on. Offensive line looks strong now. Milroe looks really strong. And, uh, yeah, it's a team that just grew and grew. And here they are. I think that you might, you might find they might be favored in some of these games in the playoff, despite where they started from and despite the controversy. So, yeah, it's been a very impressive job. Question on Twitter. If indeed it's about the four best teams, why isn't Georgia in? Yeah, I know. It's 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 very confusing to me. I, I think that in most years it really is the most deserving card, and that's how I think it should be. If you're for a Power 5 league and you go undefeated, uh, you should be in. They, they wanted to selectively apply, and that's the thing with the committee. They have so many criteria that they list out and talk about each week that they give themselves backup plans that they can they can apply whatever strategy they want, whatever criteria they want to fit their exact four they want to have in there, you know, and because the, the quarterback injury wasn't a big deal against Ohio State in 2014 with Cardell Jones. I mean, I guess that they maybe looked a little bit better offensively in their title game. But, yeah, I, like I said, I don't know why you draw the line there at Bama, Florida State. Why not go to Georgia? Why not go to Ohio State and rank Florida State like eighth at that point? You know, if you're going to make that argument, then why do they still finish fifth? It's very odd to me. So, I don't know. Would you want to play Georgia right now in a 12-team playoff? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, my gosh. No, I wouldn't want to play them at all, or Bama, uh, or Ohio State, too. I mean, let's not forget yeah. about them. And these would all be players in a bracket. I think if you had to do Vegas power ratings right now, I think that the top four that I would consider would be in no order. I think you'd have Georgia, Bama, Michigan, Ohio State would be the four looking at power ratings. And I know that's not how you determine a bracket, but 
speaking of strongest teams, best uh, you know, best metrics this year, stat giants, it'd be those four in my opinion. That's going to be fun once we get there. Now, Brett, will the conversation and the arguments transfer to 13 didn't get in over 12, or is that not that big of a deal? Well, I think – you know, for an extreme example, think of the NCAA basketball tournament, the selection committee there, and they always talk about who was 68, you know, like the last team in or last team out. And when you're comparing those teams' resumes, they're like 500. They're like, you know, 12 and 12 or something in basketball. I'm not a basketball guy, but, you know, they're, they're not very compelling arguments to be in the championship bracket. And I think the more teams you add to this football bracket, the less compelling those arguments become. So, it might be a battle of nine and three resumes. Okay, I mean it, it is a huge difference of who makes it and who doesn't. But the the the, the strong reactions, the you know, to a thirteen or no getting left out, I think that that goes away. There's enough room in a twelve team bracket that undefeated are in um, because at least that's settled on the field. You know, the, for the nine and three team that's arguing, you lost three times. You know, Brett, appreciate it very much. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. Razziancia Big Six Previews. Did you see this? MTSU. The Borough. Apparently has their next head football coach. Did you see this? I'm going to do the radio tease. I don't do that very often. I'm going to do the old radio tease. We'll tell you if you don't know when we come back. Good morning in Montgomery County, Clarksville. I see a delay, possible accident there on the Interstate 24 eastbound at mile marker 11. Again, that's right when you're leaving Clarksville. It's got traffic really slow headed towards Nashville. Traffic's on the increase out here on I-40 as you make your way through Mount Julia. 24 starting to load up pretty good westbound. 24 coming out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro towards Nashville. Don't miss it this holiday season. Enchanted Garden of Lights at Rock City in Chattanooga. Check them out at crockcity.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Fill the halls with shouts of winning fa la 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 Tis the season to be giving fa la 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 Instant games to friends and family fa la 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 Join the joyous cash prize carol fa la 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 With top prizes up to $500,000, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. 
It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dahl on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. America's first home for college football talk is the Bill King Show. Reportedly, Derek Mason is set to become the next football coach at MTSU, former Vanderbilt head coach. He had been in TV. Remember, he was down at Auburn. Then he was, where did he go after that? Did he go with the mullet? For a year, he'd been in TV doing games, and according to various sources, meaning reports, he is set to become the next MTSU head football coach. Tyler Shuck, Texas Tech quarterback, I guess former, Red Raider quarterback, Apparently, he's heading to Louisville to quarterback for Coach Jeff Brom. That is a fantastic addition for Coach Brom and the Cardinals of Louisville. Can you imagine what Brom will do? That kid's 6'5". He's a big quarterback, big passing arm, 230 pounds. Can you imagine what Jeff Brom will do with him? Jeff Brom is a brilliant offensive mind, offensive coordinator, quarterback, guru guy, all of those attributes. That is an absolute beautiful marriage. Yeah, beautiful marriage with those two. I can only 
dream about watching them and the yards they will put up with those two getting together. That will be absolutely amazing. So much news out there, y'all. I mean, it is. It is dizzying. I, I will I will give you that. It is absolutely dizzying. Dante Moore is Clyde in Detroit around yet this morning. Dante Moore from Detroit, who it's been a bit wild with him. Remember early on in his recruitment, it sounded like Notre Dame had the lead. Then they didn't have the lead. And... Signing day, actually announced for Oregon, did not sign, ended up signing with UCLA. Played this year as a freshman. If you're going to grade him, you'd probably give him a C. Not bad. He's a true freshman. He's got lots of ability, former five-star. And maybe not quite ready. I thought he was a little more ready than he showed this year, but he's very coveted in the transfer portal. And there is talk, not only about Michigan State prior and whoever else, there's talk about Michigan with him. Let's talk about Michigan. Remember the top ranked, other than George McIntyre, is ranked number two right here in this 615 area. The top ranked quarterback in the class of 25 is Bryce Underwood, who is a Michigan kid. And apparently, and we'll talk to Blake about it top of the hour, has it down to either Michigan or LSU, those two. But supposedly Michigan is talking as well with Dante Moore, five-star that everybody, at least out of high school, wanted. Yes, Clyde, Clyde said, yes, sir, he's here. Clyde, what are you hearing? What's going on there, Clyde? Yeah, what do you think? Sammy down in Hatton, Alabama, checking in. Bill, what were the teams the committee had as contenders when Ohio State made it with Cardale Jones? I keep hearing this argument, but I don't think the true contenders match this year's team. You're talking about back in 14. And what, what, what was the matchup? It was Florida State, Oregon, and Alabama, Ohio State. That was the semifinals. And uh, that year was a little bit different. Ohio State lost early that year to Virginia Tech. And it wasn't even a good hokey team, turns out. And it looked to be very damning and damaging for them. They took off shortly thereafter, ended up, you're right, with Cardell Jones as the quarterback, who played amazingly well all the way through. And won Urban Meyer his natty at Ohio State. But the circumstances weren't quite the same. As... Now, now, wasn't that the year – let's go back and think this out. Wasn't that the year that TCU and Baylor played that incredibly high-scoring game? TCU was ranked in the top three, won their last game 55-7, to something like that, and then got jumped at the end. That was the same year, was it not? Somebody, somebody correct me on that. 
but the Buckeyes were absolutely deserving that year. You had another year where this talk about you got to win your league, which is not a rule necessarily, but it's something that's paid attention to. And Penn State beat Ohio State but lost two games previously, lost to Pittsburgh, lost to Michigan, got just destroyed by Michigan. But that was two losses. So it's not apples to apples there either. Blake Rafino, top of the hour. Then Johnny Crawford, Wednesday edition, Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Traffic's on the increase coming out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, towards Nashville, uh, through the Hickory Hollow area. It's also increasing down I-40 in uh, Mount Juliet, Wilson County, headed towards Nashville. Still looks pretty good right now in Vietnam Vets, but it's going to increase westbound here in the next few minutes, guaranteed, as you come through Hendersonville, through that section of Sumner County on uh, Vietnam Vets, towards I-65. Hey, don't miss it this holiday season. Enchanted Garden of Lights at Rock City in Chattanooga. It's worth the drive. Check it out at crockcity.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Mokara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. 
The Jim Rome Show. There are still things that are triple U, including people who take pictures and then crop them and use them as their biopics. There's got to be another picture of you. You cannot take a picture with somebody else and then X that person out of the picture. Crop them out and leave yourself in and then have it all off-centered. Or maybe have somebody's claw still on your shoulder or part of their ear still in the picture. The Jim Rome Show, weekdays from 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. The Bill King Show, originating live from downtown Music City from the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text the studio now at 615-844-5600. The Bill King Show. Jupiter. Bill, did you hear Feinbaum say he thinks the people on the clown show committee didn't put Florida State in because they don't like Florida State because they were vocal about leaving the ACC? The whole bleeping thing, Bill, is corrupt. I didn't. I, I haven't heard what he had to say about any of it. I wouldn't be in the know there. I, if, if indeed that was said, I guess I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think it's any secret. Florida State and the ACC in general, the front office, etc. I don't think they see eye to eye on a lot. They know that Florida State wants out of that league. Florida State's made it very clear vocally. It's not a secret. It's not like they're doing this in a clandestine way. It's very vocal. They don't mind that people know they want out of that league. Don't know how they're going to get out of that league, but they want out of that league. Could that be part of this whole mess? I don't know. I'm not sure I'm ready to go there. Boo Corrigan is the chairperson. He's the NC State AD. He knows what's going on there. But I I still personally think the biggest mistake they made was not being transparent up front. You have to tell the audience on that show – if indeed it's an item, that you acknowledge it's an item. If your star quarterback goes down, we have to take into consideration what you have become. Again, whether you agree with that line of rulemaking or not. Okay, I'm not trying to get you to agree with it if you don't. I'm just saying that would have helped some. It looks shady. It looks like there was a switcheroo there. That's one of the problems in this whole mess. And I could have told you that. Folks, I told you this whole committee concept was a clown show a decade ago. It's not a good idea. 
They're not going to change it, but it's not a good idea. Thad in Savannah, lovely Savannah, Georgia. Bill, it's been three days. Time for Birmingham to call Tallahassee and tell them to calm down the Indians or they are not going to let them into the SEC in a few years. It would be interesting to see what the SEC's thinking is on could they free up Florida State. Think about it. The SEC is married to ESPN. ESPN also has the ACC contract. You have everybody in place that has muscle to get things done. Now, what that actual process is, that route is, is unclear, if at all doable. But everything is in place with the insiders to scheme that, to draw that play up. What What's the playbook going to be if you wanted to do that? It's not like you need somebody who's not related to you right now in the business world. That's going to be ugly. Whatever happens, it's, it's going to be incredibly, incredibly ugly. Sammy says, yeah, that year Baylor TCU had that controversy. It was actually why the Big 12 started playing a championship game. Just like now, committee ain't leaving out the B1G or the SEC. What's it going to look like next year? And not that I want to spend a lot of time on it because we've got the whole non-playing portion of the season to get into all that 12 teams, etc. But will a controversy be a league like the SEC or the Big Ten heavily stacked in there? Because right now, you could have, what, Alabama, Georgia, Missouri, what Ole Miss, I I don't, folks, I don't look at the rankings much, and I certainly don't start looking at who's 10, who's 15, who's 19, who's 24. I just don't. I don't find any interest in that much. I know individual fan bases do. I just don't. But how many would get in? Now, you got to remember Liberty's got a spot as well. But I would say, what, at least three to four SEC teams would be in. And if the Big Ten now, remember, Southern Cal, Oregon, Washington, Oregon, Washington would get in, along with Ohio State and Michigan, right? I mean, now, again, I'm not thinking of everybody out here. We, we Michigan would take up a conference championship uh, spot. Alabama would take up a spot. Florida State would take up a spot as the league champion. Texas, well, not not anymore. Depends on what league you got them in. Blake Rafino when we come back. Down to the boot. Down to Louisiana with Blake. Omni Nashville Hotel.